As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new addition, filling positions Looking at devoiding myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. I'm never gon' give up, give up you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Your home, Community Radio. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. My name is Gary Tinney. I'm sitting in for Tom Ficklin at 103.5 FM WNHH. I would like to introduce our guest this morning. Um, I, I thank you and I appreciate you coming, uh, Ms. Fallon Thomas and Mr. Jeffrey Alp. Um, Jeffrey is, Jeffrey's the president of the New Haven Scholarship Fund, and Fallon is uh, she's worked with Yale and several other entities, um, and she's been doing some phenomenal things in the community. So, if, if that being said, if you guys can introduce yourself and uh, talk a little bit about what you do and, and how important your initiatives are to the community. Sure, um, I guess I'd start. Um, my name is Jeffrey Alpert. Um, I am a longtime resident of New Haven. I went to New Haven Public Schools. I went to Edgewood. I went to Sheridan. I went to Hill House and have come back into the city um, after I graduated college and started teaching. And I, I taught for over 32 years in New Haven Public Schools, mostly at the Sound School. So I have a pretty good sense of New Haven. I have a pretty good sense of the kids and their struggles in terms of the city of New Haven and, and what kids have to go through in order to um, fulfill their dream in order to live their dream or pursue their dream. Um, I became a member of New Haven Scholarship Fund about 12 years ago. Um, I was asked by William Dyson and um, also Jim Barber if I would come on board. And it's probably one of the best things I've done outside of teaching you know, when also raising my family because this is an institution, uh, an all-volunteer uh, organization who has been in existence for over 62 years and has helped kids to move forward in their lives. Um, it's an, an attempt, we're an attempt to level and very uneven uh, playing field because kids that come to the city of New Haven are struggling with lots of um, family issues, uh, lots of neighborhood issues, and also lots of financial issues. And But a lot of these kids are able to um, work through all that and our support of them is critical to their moving um, in pursuit of their dreams. Where'd you go? Um, Gary, are you still there? Gary, Gary where'd you go? If you could continue because Gary just fell off. <laughs> okay. You'll come maybe, you should, maybe you should introduce yourself and then we, we can go from there. Sure. So Fallon Thomas, I am the community liaison for Yale University's New Haven Hiring Initiative. I too, like Jeffrey, am um, a native of New Haven. I attended New Haven Public Schools. Um, I went to Beecher, Sheridan, and Hill House. And then um, upon graduation from Hill House, I went to Temple University. And it was through resources like the New Haven Scholarship that I was able to go to Temple University. So after you know spending time in Philly, graduating and going to grad school in Chicago at Loyola, um, stayed out there for some years and got homesick as I was planning my 10th uh, 
high school reunion at Hill House. So I decided to move back home. And it was, you know, during that time, one, I wanted to find stable employment, but two, I wanted to give back to the community that allowed me to have, you know, the experiences that I had, especially around youth development. I found that that was important. I think about my journey and it was, you know, being involved with organizations like LEAP and having mentors through Yale that allowed me to be exposed to universities, um, you know, early on. Uh, mentors that I had in the community, like Jeanette Morrison, that took me to their alma maters for homecoming to really show me, you know, what life was like outside of New Haven. So what I wanted to do is come back and, and impart the same things, whether you choose to, you know, stay in the community or go experience life and come back and give back, um, you know, it's, it's evolution, it's rebuilding our community, being that village and giving back. So I do that now in the form of helping to educate people about the opportunities that Yale University has. I was once had a dream of being a history teacher, but you know, now I do educate, but just in a different way about, you know, employment and um, workforce readiness. So I'm really grateful for the experience that I had being a New Haven native and, you know, being connected as we all say about New Haven, everybody knows everybody. So being able to really get into the community and help people get opportunities, whether it's at Yale or any other employer. Because I think, you know, um, as Jeffrey mentioned, there is a education barrier and access to jobs and how to apply to these jobs is something that I've seen in the three years that I've been in this role. So setting people up for success, helping them on the path mm -hmm. to employment is something that I'm really passionate about. So a uh, question for you, Fallon. Um, so what would you say to folks that are, I mean, one of our challenges is making sure that uh, these young folks have access to these scholarship opportunities. I don't know if it's a communication thing, but it's, it's I, we need to reach more people. What advice would you give to the scholarship fund? I would say, you know, one, making sure you're connected to the counselors because it, it starts there. So, you know, when I was in high school, I, I definitely saw um, the disparities that there were between, you know, just the levels of classes. So I was in all honors classes, AP classes. So I had a, a awareness that most students did not have. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting in my counselor's office all the time, looking through scholarship books, asking if they received any, any new scholarships this week. So, you know, getting out early to educate students about opportunities is something that's important. Right now, I work really closely with another youth serving organization that provides scholarships and, you know, letting students know what their availability is. You know, if you go in ninth grade, you know, they might not have total attentiveness, but they'll pick up some of it, but continue to like plant and water the seeds, um, and then you will be able to feed yourself. And that's in anything that we're doing in this community. If we get out early and plant the seeds, you know, they'll know about it once it's time for them to actually be able to engage in whatever opportunity, whether it's scholarships or jobs. Wow, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, Jeff, as far as uh, applying for the scholarship, can you just go through the process a little, how to apply and how to access the scholarship? Sure, and, and then after I'm done, I'm gonna ask you to uh, talk about your involvement um, with New Haven Scholarship Fund. Because although outside of being the host, um, you're a, a pivotal member of our organization. Um, the Applying for the scholarship is not a difficult process. 
Um, it's, uh, they, people could go to our website. I mean, the, we've closed for this year. We opened up in January 1st and on March 15th, the applications were closed. Um, so next year, um, students uh, and hopefully their parents that are listening or grandparents, um, the next year, again, on uh, January 1st, they can go to our website, which is www.NewHavenScholarshipFund.org. So again, that's www.NewHavenScholarshipFund.org. Um, the application is online. You can um, have your guidance counselor help you with that. Uh, it's not that difficult. It probably would take a couple of hours. And the individuals who apply, most of them, I would have to say 99.9% .9 of the individuals who apply will probably get something from us. Um, anywhere, depending upon what school they go to. They go to a community college, they'll get less because the tuition is less. Um, if they go to a trade school or um, if they go to a four-year college, um, the amount of money that we will allocate to them or will give them um, differs based on where they go and what their financial situation is. A student who does apply, that's it, and it's important to note, someone who does apply can then reapply for the two or four years that they're in school. So it's possible that a student could earn or could get from us um, up to $12,000. And what the data tells us is that for every $1,000 that a student gets in financial aid, um, increases their chances of success um, of program completion by about um, 5%. So take that 12 and you multiply that times the five and you'll see that um, a student has a much better chance of finishing a program with the financial assistance. And that's only one scholarship. I mean, New Haven Promise offers scholarships and so do colleges and there are other, there's other financial resources that are available to kids and guidance counselors, as you said, Valen, are pivotal. Um, they're the ones hopefully will guide, hopefully the ones that will say this you're available for this scholarship. And so I would encourage anybody, you know, who's desirous of moving beyond high school and getting education beyond that is to go to your guidance counselor, research it online. You can research it. Um, so there's lots of opportunities to get, you know, the money that you need in order to be able to succeed. So, so I heard you say that the scholarship is uh it's offered to folks that are going to uh, technical school or community colleges also. Yeah, and our trade schools too, for so sure. Schools, yep. yeah. But that's, that seems to be a very uh, hot topic right now as far as career paths and, and, you know, exposing, again, exposing our youth to these different career paths because there's so many tie-ins into so many different uh, work, workforce opportunities that folks aren't aware of. So I think Fallon spoke a little bit about when we were off air uh, about what they were doing at the Q House and uh, some of the projects they were working on, uh, their workforce initiatives, and just creating that, you know, connecting the dots to make sure our youth have an opportunity to go into fields that they wouldn't normally go into. Could you speak on that a little bit, Fallon? Sure. Um, two things. So one of my other hats within my role as community liaison is I manage the New Haven Promise Internship Program at Yale University. So upon graduation, when a New Haven student receives a New Haven scholarship, they can then um, get the funds to go to college, um, their tuition paid. Um, if they decide to go outside of Connecticut, they can still remain um, in the program and receive the professional development attributes, but cannot receive the funds. And so one of those opportunities is internships for four years. Mm. Um, so with that, 
they could either, you know, work at Yale University or they could work at any other other city of city partnerships that New Haven Promise has. And so on the Yale side of things, um, right now we have about 68 internships that will be available for New Haven Promise students. And what this does is it opens a world up to them about different opportunities um, that they might not necessarily know about. So, you know, we don't go to school wanting to be development officers, but we 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 have um, departments here that do development and do it well. And that is the, you know, the ability to engage alumni around what's happening in the university, um, taking an interest in what they are now doing in the world and making sure that, you know, they still stay close to the university and want to ultimately donate funds back to the university. So to understand that process, that's one look. We have museums and galleries that students work in in different capacities, whether it's communications, whether it is their financial departments that help run the galleries. They get an inside view of what it takes for galleries to run. So once again, that might spark interest in museum and gallery um, employment or careers. So we're looking to expose students to different careers with the hope that one, they could be want to be a rocket scientist, but they're going to get professional skills that are going to need be needed for them to take those, those steps forward. So one is either exposing them to a career they didn't know about, or two, providing them with professional skills that they're going to need to propel them to the next step. Um, if they are a senior and they're going to be graduating and going into the workforce through the hiring initiative, one thing we like to do is help them pivot into work here at the university if they choose to stay local. Um, we would like to one, either get them into one of our pathway programs, training programs, or we would look to get them into a temp or regular opportunity. Um, each year through New Haven Promise, we have National Internship Day, where we actually bring back someone who has gone through this journey of being a Promise intern and then landing a career. So they come back during that day to share their experience what they did successfully in their internships, what lessons they learned during those internships, and then the process of applying for opportunities post-graduation. So really being able to expose early and you know, keep them training throughout so they're set up for success upon graduation. And then um, the Q House program is a and is an employment readiness program. And that's on the first and third Monday of the month. And what we're looking to do is provide a diverse perspective around local hiring. So bringing um, internal Yale departments to talk about their opportunities, what we look for in the ideal candidates, and then you know some of the skills that are needed to do the job. At the end of that presentation, I then walk them through the application process and how to apply for the jobs that were mentioned during that section. Um, we also work with other organizations who are hiring, as I mentioned um, in our previous conversation today at 6 p.m., we will have Hill Health Cornell Scott there talking about their employment opportunities. So bringing organizations like that to once again talk about the openings that they have, the skills needed to be successful in those jobs and how to apply. And then to round the experience out, we are pro providing wraparound resources. So workforce development agencies like our premier partners in New Haven Works and uh, Workforce Alliance that provide job coaching around 
you know, matching up to careers based on experience, providing resume writing, cover letter writing, and interviewing skills. So really providing uh, resources so people can be successful candidates for all the opportunities that we're putting in front of them. Wow, amazing. That's so a that, lot. Yeah, and these are the things that I, I, I talk about. New Haven, we're, we're a small city, but we have so many jewels in our community. And all we got to do is connect the dot, which I see you're doing. Um, you know, you talk about the New Haven Scholarship, but Jeff had mentioned that, yeah, I, I serve as the vice president of New Haven Scholarship. Uh, and of course, Jeff, Jeff is the president, but they've been around since the late 50s. And they've given over how many millions of dollars, Jeff? Um, well, it's probably over $12 million. Um, and, and the interesting thing about uh, New Haven Scholarship Fund is that we're an all-volunteer board. So the amount of money that we raise, none of it goes for paying anybody's salary. Um, and as a result of that, 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 that money gets siphoned off into kids. Um, one of the things that you had mentioned was um, where kids go to school. And I know New Haven Promise, most kids have to go to in-state. Um, New Haven Scholarship Fund, they can go anywhere, um, anywhere in the country. And so that's a major difference for us. Um, and they can get both. I mean, it's really important that kids know and, and adults know that they can get the New Haven Scholarship Fund and they can also get the New Haven Promise. New Haven Promise pay tuition. We would help with room and board or books um, with the finances that, that we are able to give out. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's held, uh, helped over, I don't know, maybe 12 to 14,000 kids over the, over the period of time. And I think that the work that we do is valuable. And for a long period of time, we were really under the radar. No one knew who we were. As a matter of fact, we were at Hill House the other day um, at a career fair. And it's interesting to note that um, most of the kids, if I said, do you ever hear of New Haven Promise? Go, oh yeah, we heard of New Haven Promise. And I said, have you ever heard of New Haven Scholarship Fund? They go, no, we never heard of New Haven Scholarship Fund, which is interesting because um, we've been in existence longer, but um, we just don't have the name recognition that New Haven Promise does. And we're working on that. Um, hopefully um, shows like this and, and the work that we do will start to spread so that donations can increase. And I don't think that we have a problem recruiting kids to get the scholarship. Um, the major problem that we have, and it's not a problem, but we would like to get more money from the community and people who believe in the work that we do so that each individual kid could get more that would that would diminish their financial burden. And that's what we're really looking for. So the kid wouldn't, wouldn't have to feel, I, I can't pay for this. This is way too much. I, mean, I have a you know $12,000 debt. I have a $24,000 debt or, or even more. And so I think it's important that the community rallies, understands the work that we do and um, can go on our website and donate anytime that they want to. Yeah, because I, uh, I just wanted to bring back my first meeting with the uh, New Haven Scholarship Fund. I was so taken back because you had all these educators that were mostly elders, <laughs> but just to sit there, you talk, you serve on these different boards, but I sat there and I was just, and it just put me in a great place to watch them interact and how, um, how they embrace, you know, helping folks, these young folks on, 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 on you know, being successful. And, uh, Again, it, you know, I love I love being on the board. I love the work that we do, but I, again, I see us as a community. We have the resources. We have the answers. Um, just you know, re going into that room and, and, and helping folks navigate through the process. Um, and and I applaud you know I applaud both of you the things that you've done and you continue to do. It's uh, you know we're saving souls, and, and ultimately that's that's my goal. 
And I was at the fairs this week, uh, last week. So there were two um, college and career fairs that they had for New Haven Public Schools. One was at Hill House and the other um, was at Cross. And it was um, where I went up to Mr. Barber just to talk about, you know, um, what the New Haven Scholarship had did for me. And, you know, I was aware that it was still around, but once again, you know, the brand and the name recognition, making sure that, you know, it is still viable and I still can share that with the community and my travels. But I told him about, you know, how it was a special moment to go to the church on the green and have that ceremony where mm -hmm. all the seniors across, you know, the city were being awarded the scholarship. And I just remember, you know, my classmates and I sitting there just so excited about what was about to happen because we knew this was gonna be the beginning of our college experience. And many of us, first generation, first time going to college. So our parents were there excited that they were gonna, you know, get some help. And I remember my mother, single mother, you know, worked for the telephone company for years, still working for the telephone company over 40 years. And, you know, her dream for me to go to college. And, you know, I remember I was deciding between Temple and the University of Maryland. And she told me that she couldn't afford to send me to the University of Maryland because it was too much money. But through the scholarships that I got from Temple, the scholarships that I got locally, you know, I was able to go. And I remember, remember writing back to the New Haven Scholarship every year asking, could I reapply for the scholarship? In all four years, they were able to provide funding. So I think the work is important. I'm a product of that work. And mm -hmm. you know, any help and support you need with continuing the brand recognition, I'm there to support that. Wow, that's phenomenal. There you go, Jeff. There's a right. testimony yeah. to, you know, to how, uh, you know, the scholarship fund and how it supports folks. Right, it's um, impactful. It's definitely impactful. I mean, it it helped people to to pursue, you know, their dreams. And I've said that before, but that's really true. And Gary, I think you might want to think about um, Fallon as a, a person who might want to, want to come on the board, Gary. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was, I, I know she's going to say that would be a perfect fit. Uh, because again, what we're doing, we're trying to recruit some new board members. Um, but again, because the folks are, they've been around for a minute. They've been volunteering, doing a lot of work, successful work. And uh, we're just trying to bring in some folks that have that same passion that someone like you, Miss Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and skill and skills yeah. too <laughs> and connection yeah no but it's definitely needed and, and uh you know we, we uh I, again i see the work that you do and i can't wait to somehow collaborate and make it happen <laughs> where because i just i've heard so many things that you said that i could see it really yeah. uh assisting us in our efforts right uh, you know so i mean this is again this is great work and uh we, we have the resources. I'm sitting here thinking about about 14 years ago, we introduced a program at Hill House, Public Safety Academy. And it was a challenge to get folks to really listen because they some folks thought we were just saying, you don't need your education or you don't have to go to college. And nobody was saying that. What we were saying is, look at these different career paths. You know what I mean? So there's a, over a thousand career paths in public safety. And you talk about hiring within, I heard you mention that, Val, um, New Haven residents. So your tax base stays in there. You know, you, we did a study in New Haven. We found that at one point, just about five or six years ago, that 
uh, over $20 million are being outsourced due to people coming in uh, from other towns, you know, taking a job here and then leaving. Um, But when you have initiatives like you have with the workforce initiatives and and employing people here, you're going to get folks from the community. You know, you, you look at these coaches and these little league coaches, these Pop Warner coaches. These are folks that have been committed to these leagues and have access to over 300 kids every year um, that are, you know, not let alone mentors, but again, they save souls. They do some great things to keep these, these young folks informed. But that being said, you know, I'm going back to the public safety academy. What better way to groom folks that aren't usually exposed to these career paths and then you employ them, you intern them and you employ them. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it took a little while, but I see some fruits of our labor now that are currently working on the New Haven Fire Department. And, nice. it, it, and it's a blessing. You talk about um, just the, one of the graduations I went to, I think it was last year, it was a year ago. And I sat there and I watched so many grandmothers and mothers and kids and families that I knew. And to see them walk across and and become a firefighter in the city of New Haven was mm-hmm. uh, was a blessing. So you talk about fruits of your labor, and ultimately that's what we want to see. So um, I think we we got have about we have about four, 20 more minutes, so we can kind of be free on uh, you know if we have anything we want to bring up, any messages that we want to send out there to the community. Sure, I'll talk a little bit about um, the hiring initiative. If people do not know, you know what it is. Um, back in 2012, there were a slate of New Haven orders that were elected, and one of their, you know, first missions, you know, during their tenure was to call upon the city to do more around local hiring, specifically Yale University and Yale Hospital. Um, and with that, they formed New Haven Works, which is a non-for-profit organization that provides job coaching and job matching services to New Haven residents. Um, so with that, in 2013, Yale University. Um, created the New Haven Hiring Initiative. We're a department within human resources in the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. Um, We report to Debbie Stanley McCauley, who is our Associate Vice President of Employee Engagement. And um, we are also headed by Chris Brown, who is the director. Um, So in that, um, they formed this department to be that intermediary between the University Human Resources and the community to work closely with New Haven Works. And you know, what they do is help identify opportunities, create pipelines for employment, mm-hmm. and then work with New Haven Works to match um, into those opportunities. At that time, they were f- focusing on seven neighborhoods um, across New Haven who had in the last economic downturn experienced great number of unemployment. And so that was, you know, the Hill, Fairhaven, Dixwell, yeah. Dwight, West Rock, and West River. So, you know, there was a hiring goal that was created around those neighborhoods. They wanted 500 of the thousand hires that they, you know, called the city or Yale University to um, complete to come from those neighborhoods. So it was strategic that they would begin to go out and do outreach in those communities. Um, I was a person who benefited from this opportunity. So my order at the time, Jeanette Morrison told me to go to um, New Haven Works because um, I had recently returned to the city. Previously, I had worked in higher education in two universities in Chicago. So it was my goal to get back into higher ed. 
Um, so I went through New Haven Works. I was ultimately given a job coach. They helped me to one, understand a job description. And so, you know, I had been applying to Yale on my own, never heard anything back. And once they actually sat down with me and explained what I needed to do for my resume, how I needed to approach the job description, I then understood what I needed to apply. And, you know, I did that. I was able to land an opportunity in 2015. And, um, you know, in eight years, I've had five positions within the university, all increases, meaning promotions. So I started out in union level jobs and then went over to the management level side. And what that did is it actually prepared me for this opportunity now to help coach and engage people around our opportunities. I can speak from a standpoint of someone who's done the job, you know, working as an administrative assistant, also, you know, working as a hiring manager as well. So I know, you know, what the departments look for. I know the type, <clears throat> excuse me, the types of jobs that we have that most people wouldn't even know that we have. We have some jobs in our libraries that are equivalent to warehouse work. So if you're working in a warehouse, you would never know that there's opportunities at Yale that are similar. Um, so being able to educate and engage people around those opportunities. Um, and then, you know, once I was hired through the hiring initiative, you know, through my own initiative, I went back and volunteered at New Haven Works, helping them with their different workshops and speaking about my experience. And then internally, they would tap me for the hiring initiative to come and sit on panels and talk about my experience. And so it aligned one day where they needed a community liaison. So, you know, why not have someone who is from the community has been volunteering to support both sides of the initiative to come back and talk about and help other people do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, I value, you know, pulling as I climb, you know, as I continue to evolve at the university, helping people to come in. And it's not a secret, it's not a special sauce, but it's actually being attentive to the application and making sure you're applying for the right opportunity for you. So as you were mentored, now you are mentoring. Exactly. <laughs> um, I just want to take a couple minutes to talk about our founder, because I think that's imperative. Mm -hmm. um, her name um, is Jean Lovell. Um, she taught at Hill House um, back in the 50s, and she realized that there were children that she had in class that were capable of going beyond high school, but hadn't, did not have the financial resources to do so. So she and her husband went out, um, raised $400 uh, from friends uh, that understood what her mission was, and they contributed $400 on their own, and they sent eight kids, right, eight of her students, to Southern Connecticut State University for a full year on the 800 bucks. Well, as we all know now, times have significantly changed. I was overwhelmed last year when I interviewed a kid over at Common Ground who was gonna to go to BU. Um, the tuition at Boston University last year, I don't know what it is this year, was $82,000. That was, that was room and board. So from $800 to $82,000, significant difference. And the reason why we are, you know, we work as hard as we do, beating the bushes to try and find people who believe in our work, believe in, you know, that a community who's educated um, is a community that's less filled with crime and offers the opportunities for kids to, you know, to go out and, and you know, 
create a life for themselves and, and improve you know, the quality of life for their family and also improve the quality of life for New Haven. Because the more kids that are educated here, um, the safer and, and, and um, the more holistic our, our community becomes. Um, and so um, her, her dream um, was, is, was realized, it is realized. I don't know that she would ever um, think that we had come as far as we did, um, had given so much support to as many kids as we have and as much money as we've raised. Um, there's a, she died at 103 and was still cognizant um, at 93 when she gave an interview um, about why she established the the scholarship fund in the beginning. Um, she was a character that I was glad I, I got to know um, through video, but I never knew her personally. Wow. So Jeff, what would you say as far as, uh, I mean, you listened to what Fallon said and how it impacted her. her you know, she spoke to a couple of her uh, folks that were with her that received a scholarship and how it impacted her um, in her confidence building. Maybe I should ask Fallon this. What, what do you think when you're receiving that scholarship, what did it do for you and your confidence and your, just your, your mindset pertaining to uh, success? I, I think it did a lot for me in the sense that it showed me that there were people believing in me. Mm -hmm. While you know, I had a, a belief in, in a, and want to make my family proud, make myself proud, being the first one to go to college and successfully complete um, you know, I know it was my grandfather's dream as he was someone who, um, you know, came to New Haven to work for Winchester after he got out of World War II. And so, you know, he had dreams for his family. And so I think, you know, I was the first generation and he mm -hmm. always talked to me about education and the importance of education. And he was someone who collected bottles and cans from his friends and would pull over on the side of the road if he saw one. And then he would put them in an account for me. Um, so I could go to college. Wow. So, you know, I remember, you know, just that summer just being, you know, something that was like the most proudest time in my life because I was going off to college. I had these, this community that believed in me and I knew I had to make them proud. So it, it was a confidence booster to know that, okay, you, you done well in school. Now you can go on and be great. Wow. So how's that make that's a wonderful story, by the way. Yeah. How does that make you feel, Jeff? Um, it brings tears to my eyes. I've got to tell you the truth. Um, yeah, and, and that that's the goal. The goal is is to to take people like Fallon and, and tell them that the community is behind them. And, and that's a wonderful story, by the way, um, about your grandfather. And um, you know, it's it's the story of of thousands of kids in the city of New Haven who have experienced something very similar. As a matter of fact, there are people on our board who have um, were scholarship awardees and, and wanted to continue the work. They wanted to give back to something that had given to them. And so we feel, we feel very good about the fact that um, there are those individuals who you know, care to join the board and care to carry the work forward. Most definitely, yes. Again, I, I think if, if you added the years of the individuals that were that are on the board that have been in the um, the uh, education platform. Of, um, it's it's just I mean most of them what thirty years, forty years. Mr. Barber, how long has he, has he been involved? I don't know how many he's been involved. I know he's been at Southern for fifty something years. But he was a he was a a man who um, 
was going to go to was going to go to college here in New Haven, but he didn't have money to buy books, and he, so he was going to drop out. And he got a call. Someone gave him the name of Gene Lovell. He got a personal call from Gene and said, "I'll buy your books." And as a result of that, you know, it, it led to um, his being successful in college, being successful as an athlete, and then um, giving back to Southern and also giving back to the organization and in essence, giving back to the community. So he understood, you know, that the belief in him was something that he wanted to carry forward for others. So Fallon, have you experienced a student, um, you know, say, I just can't go because my parents can't afford it. You know, I want to yes. go. Yes. Um, so, you know, there. I also mentor through a program called Phenomenal I Am with, um, that's run by Brittany Baines, um, who's a New Haven resident, went to New Haven Public School. She actually was one of my lead kids as a counselor. Mm -hmm. um, and now to see her go on and have her own organization where she's impacting you. So I could not turn down the opportunity to be a mentor in her organization, but there was a young lady who, you know, could not go to college. And, you know, she was bright or is bright. And, you know, just family structure was just, did not allow for her to have access to those resources. So now I'm still, you know, working closely with her to get her into community college. She graduated last year and it was unfortunate in that last year that she was graduating, her mother passed away. Um, right around the holidays at Christmas. So that kind of, you know, with COVID being in school at home, a death of, you know, a parent that had custody of you, and then, you know, trying to navigate college right after that, it just was almost an impossible feat, but still trying to say to her, okay, you know, we're gonna get you working and then we're gonna, you know, apply for school because, this is something that you are capable of doing. And she had, you know, she was accepted to um, UConn Waterbury. And if she was able to have those extra funds, which I believe at the time it was like a thousand dollars that, you know, she could have gotten that. But once again, COVID access to counselors wasn't, wasn't there. And, you know, just as a person who was a mentor, I found a level of frustration with the support and the guidance that she was given, you know, her application for FAFSA was filled out wrong. So, you know, I know there's just coming off of COVID, it was a lot that went wrong, especially in our school systems and the guidance that was given to some of the students. So now it's playing catch up um, mm. to recover from that time period and making sure that students that, you know, needed the help can get the help. And like I said, I've always been cognizant of that, um, just a level of what kind of classes you were in, economic status, that all determines, you know, the access that you have to certain resources and how you're going to follow up. So if you have a family that's going to push you and wants you to go to college, you're, you're going to go back to school and be able to advocate for yourself around, I need to be in these courses, I need to be on this college trip. I need to have this summer experience. But if you have no one home at home pushing you to do that, how are you going to be aware? Or if you have no one on the school system side saying, okay, the, this stuff is available to you. What are you, you're just going to go through college, go to class, you know, pass class, graduate. So, you know, what are the resources that are available? So, you know, I know I think about this all the time. I can't solve the world's problems overnight, but 
in the spaces I'm in, how most can I be impactful? Now, do you have a, a template with some of those things that you could probably share with us at some point so that we can make sure our students have, you know, that information, where to go, so to speak, you know, what to do in these circumstances? Just some sort of guidance. I didn't know if you had like a template you might be able to share. I, I think about like just the people I know. I consider myself to be like a community connector. So, you know, yep. I engage with people. I hear about different things. And I'm, I may or may not be involved in them, but I keep it in this mental Rolodex. And then I say, okay, you're telling me about your situation. Oh, I know someone that does X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But I can, you know, curate that for you where, you know, I can think about all of the college access and support um, supports that they're that are out there and give them to you so mm -hmm. you can see you know how you can promote that along with the scholarship to make sure that the word is getting out to the students. That's great. That's excellent. I, I just wanted to share one thing. Um, I was looking through the brochure and happened to, and we were talking about you know the impact of the scholarship. And this is a a, um, a thank you note that was sent from a, a kid named Zachary. And it says a teacher once told me that if no one cared about the world, nothing good could ever come. Um, the investment that was made by contributing to this scholarship is exactly what the world needs more of. I'm grateful for your investment and exuberant about starting a new chapter in my life. And I think that, you know, in, in essence is what, what a lot of the kids who receive this scholarship feel. They may not be able to articulate it that way, but I think that, you know, there's a, a tremendous amount of gratitude that these students feel for the, for the support that we have given them. And basically, it's the support of the New Haven community. So uh, I would like to thank the New Haven community for all that you've done, for what you continue to do, and hopefully um, that you will consider making, making more of an investment in our youth. And how do you, as far as donating to the scholarship fund? Go, they can go right on our website. And, and it's pretty simple. It's 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 newhavenscholarshipfund.org. You can put a www in front of it, but it's newhavenscholarshipfund.org. Um, put it in your search engine, and it comes right up. And then how to donate is on the website. Okay, so we have about five more minutes. So I'll give you uh, two two minutes apiece in closing on the in closing remarks or any advice to the young folks that we're speaking to and the parents. Um, on how to access these funds and, and what's available uh, out there. I think I've just given you know the information that's necessary in order for them to be able to access. Um, there's a, a our website and the website is pretty explicit. Um, there's a pull down on on how to apply for the scholarship. Um, there's also a pull down on. Oh, there you go. Who put that up? <laughs> well, oh, there you go, Harry. Did. There you go. So you can see that you can see there's a donate, uh, the donate. Um, there's also scholarship information. If you do the pull down on that, um, you can see uh, about um, how to apply for it. And I would really encourage you. I would really encourage anyone who's interested to listen to this. Although this video is a little bit older because the mayor was Tony Harp, um, it's a really impactful video, and um, it's. It, it really explains who we are and what we do. So um, if you get a chance, uh, it's only eight minutes and I would encourage you to take a look at it. Wow, that's phenomenal. And I look like the church that uh, Fallon you spoke of where the- That uh, is yeah. the church. That yes, is it church. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about you Fallon? And I would say, you know, there are resources out there, whether you're looking for support and going to college as we've heard from today, 
with the New Haven Scholarship. There's also New Haven Promise as well. I would say, you know, stay vigilant with your guidance counselors if you're a student and if you're a parent, check in with your, your youth and see what's actually happen, happening and look into those resources at their schools. If it is opportunities around employment, New Haven Works is a primary in the city that is available for New Haven residents as far as um, you know, job placement. They not only have Yale University, but they have the hospital. They hold um, quarterly hiring events with the hospital as well. So, you know, they are getting people employed and people just need to follow the process and follow through with them and make sure, you know, they're keeping up with their case manager and being proactive. Like nobody's going to take you and place you into the seat of a job. You actually have to do the work to get there as well. So I did put in three links in the chat for um, the New Haven Hiring Initiative, the department that I work for, um, New Haven Works and New Haven Promise. And wow. I also say that anybody can contact me in any regard of what I spoke about today here. Um, Fallon, F-A-L-L-O-N dot Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S at Yale.edu. Wow. Again, I, I want to thank you. And uh, the work that you're doing is, is just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you probably don't realize how many people sit back and, and watch you navigate and, and <laughs> outreach, but I applaud you. And Thank Jeff, same, same to you, being an educator and being so passionate about, um, you know, what you've done and what you continue to do. Um, again, we talk about jewels in our community. We have them, and it takes a village, and that village is right there in front of you. And I applaud you for your work. And I want to thank uh, uh, Harry and thank Tom uh, Ficklin for this platform and uh, look forward to working with you folks soon. Thank you. Same here. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for hosting it. And thanks for putting it together. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks again for taking the time. Thanks, Fallon. Thanks. Right. See you <laughs> soon. This is Harry Droz, and you're listening to WNHHLP. 103.5 As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen. I'm never quitting on my mission. I'ma roll with what I'm giving. Got some ambition, this new addition, filling positions. Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going. Better go in the right direction. In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings. And I know that for certain. Keep on working, open curtains, haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version. Whoa. I'm never gon' give up, give up. Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up. This is my run, let's camera action, I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up, give up, fall down, I just gotta get up, get up